If you draw a circle, it's almost impossible to find its center. But if you put a compass down, you can draw 100 circles, and you will always know the exact center. Such is life. There are not many problems in this world. There is only one problem. There are not many questions to be answered. There is only one question to be answered, and the rest will fall like dominoes. When that answer spreads, the next thing you know will be in the era of peace, harmony, and infinite wisdom. Jewish mysticism has that compass, and the center is you. Is you. Welcome to the solution to everything. Hey everyone, it's Rabbi Shmuel Pollen, and we don't usually make a podcast on a Tuesday, but today is the greatest day on the calendar for Jewish mysticism, and it's called Yutes Kislev, which means the 19th of the Hebrew month of Kislev. If it weren't for the events of this day, Yutes Kislev, this podcast would not exist, and Chabad.org, C-H-A-B-A-D.org would not exist, and Ask Noah, A-S-K-N-O-A-H.org would not exist, and there would not be emissaries of the Lubavitcher Rebbe all around the world making synagogues and ritual baths and preschools and kosherizing people's homes. None of it would exist if it weren't for this day, Yutes Kislev, today. Now, since we're talking about the Alter Rebbe, who started Chabad Hasidic philosophy, which is part of Jewish mysticism, we should look at his picture so you can get an idea. Go to Google Images and type in the Alter Rebbe, A-L-T-E-R, Rebbe, R-E-B-B-E, and look at his picture and tell me that's not the most holy, pious, regal, royal picture that you've ever seen. This man was an incredible intellectual giant among the most pious of all Jews in many generations. He is the author of the Code of Jewish Law, which is used by tens of thousands to apply the rulings of the Torah to their daily lives. He's also the author of the Tanya, which has been printed in every single country in the world, which is that which, which teaches us what makes us tick. It teaches us about the animal soul and the godly soul and the intermediate one, which is not righteous and not evil, but that which we all are, for the most part, the intermediate one, and how the intermediate one is supposed to live his life and succeed among spiritual chaos. There's a mistake that many people will make when they listen to this podcast, and they will say, okay, I've heard your perspective on OCD, I've heard your perspective on the Holocaust. That's what Jewish mysticism is. And that would be the greatest mistake you could possibly make. Because Jewish mysticism is a triangle, and the triangle has a left wing and a right wing, and the top is the truth, and the top comes down to create solutions that are the best of both worlds. We say this over and over and over again, but what I didn't tell you is that the top of the triangle goes up, and up, and up, as far as possible, as far as it can possibly go, all the way, all the way up to God himself. Jewish mysticism is nothing short of the study of God himself. That means knowing what makes heaven tick. That means knowing what makes earth tick. That makes knowing what the human being ticks. It means knowing how all these things connect. It's the study of the unity of God as it applies to every single thing in the world and every single human being in the world and every single action of every single human being in the world. There is no limit to Jewish mysticism. It is an infinite wisdom because it is a study of God who is infinite. And every single thing that we see is a part of Jewish mysticism, is something that can be traced back to God himself. 
All manner of miracles are possible once you know how to traverse the various levels between the table in front of me and God himself. Because once you go beyond the purpose of what a table is, you can change the purpose. Make the, make the table turn into something that should really be flying or growing or doing something miraculous. It's all possible with Jewish mysticism. Don't think that what you see here is everything that Jewish mysticism is. This is a drop in a very, very large ocean. Now let's explain what's going on in 1798 with the Alter Rebbe. He is sending money to Jews in the Holy Land to help them survive because he always wants there to be a presence of Jews in the land that they are promised to by God. But many people oppose what the Alter Rebbe was doing. And what he was doing was he was taking the deepest secrets of the Zohar, which means the light, it's the deepest book of mysticism, and intellectualizing it, assimilating it, applying it, and teaching it to absolutely anyone. And once someone saw a book of deep mysticism, godly wisdom, stuck in the mud, and they complained to the Altar Rebbe and say, what is going on? You're teaching the most lofty, sublime, incredible concepts, and they're not being appreciated, they're being stuck in the mud. And he said, I want to give you an analogy to explain this. There was once a boy, a prince, and he was very, very ill. He was dying, and his father... His father, the king, asked for healers and doctors to come from all over the world. And the biggest healer said that the only thing that can save this boy is a compound that is contained in the crown jewel of the king's crown. And without hesitation, the king had his crown jewel removed and ground up and fed to the young boy. Some of it went outside of his mouth on the right side and some of it went outside of his mouth on the left side. And a little bit, just a drop, came in to his body and revived the child and he survived. So the Altarabas said the Jewish people are like that child. They are going through a difficult time. They have gone through many false messiahs and many pogroms, many, many disappointments. And if one drop of what I teach, if one drop of Jewish mysticism will reach the Jewish people, they will survive. But if not, they will perish. So it's worth it that a little bit of what I teach goes into the mud. If a little bit will enter the Jewish people's bodies, and revive them. But many Jews did not agree with that philosophy. They believed that the, the unlearned should not be able to learn Jewish mysticism. And there was a debate in heaven itself whether this wisdom should become accessible to the average man because it could so easily become corrupted. That's the problem with this podcast itself. In a certain sense, Jewish mysticism has been corrupted by this podcast itself at the same time that it's trying to do good. and the same time that one drop, if it gets into human beings' lives, will radically change them over from darkness to light. But many people could see this as being in the mud, could see this philosophy as being something that anyone else could think of, when in fact it is a godly wisdom. It comes from God himself. So they used the pretext that the Alter Rebbe was sending funds to Israel to say that the Alter was supporting the Turkish Empire, which was in a cold war with Russia. And he was arrested as a result of that. When he was arrested, they asked him many, many questions about Hasidic philosophy and Jewish mysticism. At one point, the Tsar himself wanted to speak to the Alter Rebbe because he seemed like such a holy and regal man. And he disguised himself as a court officer. But as soon as he went in the door, the Alter Rebbe got up from his seat and rose to the Tsar. And the Tsar says, why are you treating me with any respect more than the other court officers? And the Alter Rebbe said, because the kingdoms of the lower worlds correspond to the kingdoms of the higher worlds in heaven. And what I felt in heaven 
was that there was a tremendously great individual entering my presence, so I know that you are the Tsar. I mean, this man was so obviously special that he was treated with great honor, and it's a lesson for all of us in that if we would encounter a police officer and we would be dressed well with our shirt tucked in and pressed and speaking nicely and having done nothing wrong, we too will be treated with respect by the police. It's the people who show no desire to do what the policeman wants that eventually wind up in altercations with the police. One time, the altar was being ferried over a river to get to the interrogation location. And it came the time to bless the new moon. And he asked the captain to stop the ship so he could bless the new moon. He did not. And what happened next is the boat stopped by itself because nothing gets in the way of the will of a righteous individual trying to serve God. However, the altar was not satisfied. He wanted the captain to agree to stop the boat. shouldn't be just through a miracle because the mitzvah, the commandment, the godly commandment, to bless the moon should be done in a natural way. There was something deeper going on here. There was something going on from heaven. There was a heavenly decree against the Alter Rebbe spreading the teachings of Jewish mysticism to the average man to apply the teachings of Jewish mysticism to your table, to your tissue box, to your printer. Godliness wasn't meant to go down so low. It wasn't meant to apply and to help these kinds of people. But on the day that he was released, it was a signal from heaven that yes, Go ahead, go right ahead, and with all your vigor, go north, east, south, west, with Jewish mysticism, and have it help and illuminate the souls of every single human being on the face of earth. So let's hope that this podcast makes the Alter Rebbe proud. Let's hope we properly apply his teachings to every single situation, every single object, and every single person in the entire world. May this wisdom spread north, east, south, and west. May it retain its purity so that everyone should know that just as you cannot fathom God, you cannot fathom Jewish mysticism. It is not within our reach. And yet it is within our reach to use it to inspire ourselves to help another person, to make the world a slightly brighter place. May this podcast be another rung in the ladder towards the messianic redemption. May the Messiah come now. Bring about world peace. Bring about world harmony. Bring about world understanding, world enlightenment, an environmentally clean planet, a prosperous planet, a safe planet, a happy planet. And may it all happen immediately. Take care and take care of each other. Don't forget to follow this podcast. We'd love to hear your comments. Send them to solutiontoeverythingshow at gmail.com. To get my books, podcasts, and fantastic prizes, go to solutiontoeverything.org. That's solutiontoeverything.org. And for extreme weight loss, go to biofitchris.com. That's biofitchris.com.